There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the KBJ After Show Podcast. Kevin's eyes are looking insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show Podcast. Oh, y'all, Friday is a weekend, bitches. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Can we do the whole podcast like Erda Verda? <laughs> or Scott Stapp? <laughs> <laughs> what if you're lowest rating anything of anything we've ever done? Yeah, we've done worse, amazingly. Have we? Probably. <laughs> if I really sat, I'd be like, ah, I could probably think of a few. There is that one I always bring up. I, I find it every now and then. It, we were playing light as a feather, stiff as a board, and Kevin was in on the mic. We were all, we were live on the air playing it on the ground, and nobody was on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and the video was eight minutes long. Yeah. We don't really get how this thing works. We've <laughs> done a lot of bad stuff. Hearts in <laughs> the right place, baby. Yeah. That's right. All, all heart, no brains. <laughs> Well, I've got uh, a lot of big things in the uh, news here today to uh, cover. One of those things uh, Burb was uh, asking me about is on the news this morning that they've got a huge Chinese spy balloon that is flying over the northern U.S. What? They said it's about the size of three buses. If you read the headlines, too, the way they type them up, it's, it's you go, what the fuck? It's a what-the-fuck headline. Well, it was kind of alarming for people who were actually on a commercial airline, and they look out and like, what the hell is that? I mean, imagine a balloon the size of three buses that you see out your window. You're like, what am I looking at? Because you're probably thinking, is that an alien spacecraft? What the heck is that, man? Is it U.S. military? Yeah. Well, it's not. It looks like it's Chinese military. It's uh, what? Been spotted over Montana. Chinese military. It, Is that maybe the where they're running TikTok from? The, the the one headline was secret spy balloon found over. Or, I'm sorry, secret Chinese spy found over the Montana skies. Yeah. <laughs> and what? There's been a big internal debate on whether or not to shoot the balloon down. President Biden wants to, but the Defense Department. We're worrying that it might cause injuries to people on the ground. I guess they feel like it's not a massive threat, I Where would assume. Where is it? It's in Montana? Security. That was yeah. what they said yesterday. Who knows how this stuff works? But I guess my question is, is this just the media trying to get a big old headline, or is this a big deal? No, I think the uh, issues going on, the silent fights with the Chinese and the Russians, I, I think there is some probably alarming stuff that is happening there. Um, you know, yesterday, Putin, uh, again said, Hey, just want to let you know, I got nukes and, uh, you keep sending tanks over to Ukraine. I will not be afraid to use them. So it's a, it is a tense time. You can see why that doomsday clock is where it is close to midnight. Cause there are some contentious things happening. Fuck yeah. It's the weekend. Woo! <laughs> yeah. 
trying to get my party on over here and make plans. No, not today. Me and the bird going to hit up Clematis, do some day drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for my Saturday, but it sounds like we better fucking really... We're about to be in a Chinese clusterfuck. Then Virginia's ex-mother-in-law talking about predicting how the end of the world's coming on Sunday. What'd she say? She told Mags that the end of the world is happening this weekend. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Is this before it's something- There's no explanation. It's just happening this weekend. She Magnolia said it's it's rooted in some kind of Catholicism and some calendar that said it's supposed to be this weekend, the end of the world. And I was like, why? I usually know all those stupid hokey things that never come true. I hadn't even heard of this one. Isn't it funny how everyone's got the prediction of the end of end of the world and not one motherfucker got it right? Yeah, because the day comes and goes, then you, you really need to call them and say, Okay, what happened? Yeah, no, they have. They've they've had people. There's one guy that he's called for the end of the world like four or five different times. And people right. are like, dude, stop it, man. <laughs> stop it. Just what, stop it. Here's what blows my mind, though. There are still fuckfaces that believe him. Right. Yeah. And give him money. It's a boy that cried wolf. It's like, you know, look up that story about somebody who just said wolf, wolf, and there's no wolf. And then, you know, yeah. I mean, it, probably humanity one day will end, but that day, not today. And who cares? And Whatever. this weekend, y'all. When it ends, it ends. We still got to do the Super Bowl. Yeah, enjoy the ride while you got it. What are you gonna? Even if it was, what are you gonna do about it? <sighs> Just live your life. Have yeah. some fun. The end of the world's gonna. So, what are gonna... you gonna do? You are you gonna change it? You gonna be a little bitch about it? Yeah. <laughs> I would be. A bitch about it. <laughs> I don't think I would handle it well. We talked about this on the Weird and Whatever podcast last night. Uh-huh. If you knew that you had 20 days left, it was it was over. How do you spend those 20 days? I mean, do you do you go balls to the wall? Do you spend it with family? Yeah. Do, do you do I, crack? No. I, <laughs> you do crack with your family? No, I, I ain't doing all that kind of stuff, man. I want to I make it special. I am not doing anything related to work. I'm just going out and saying, hey... Is there any way I could uh, knock some of these bucket list items out and l- let's go out and live every moment and man. do it together? Yeah, no doubt. If you had one hundred percent confirmation the world was ending in ten days, let's say, do we go on the air at all next week? Uh, we would, yeah. I'd probably say goodbye and probably try to calm people down. We do that when storms happen, so I'd probably spend a little bit of my time. Yeah, just like when the hurricanes, I would evacuate. Do we still do do it, bitch? And nine dirts of the day. Don't know if I got to do a bitch in me. <laughs> that may not happen. What, how terrible! What, how, we got to do the uh, what did I lick though? And we're finally gonna do that lizard. Oh, that. <laughs> Girl, I'm gonna that, die anyway. That lizard ain't gonna be shit compared to what I got in store for you. You better <laughs> hope it's the end of the world. Before I even <laughs> stuck my tongue out, I'd be like, "It's dead lizard." Game over. <laughs> You're right. Game I over. I want to guess. There's been yeah. Too much talk about this dead lizard that's still here, by the way. He is still here. He's in a baggie. He's uh, back here on the shelf. Now nah, you ain't getting no dead lizard. You ain't gonna get off that easy. I'm go. I'm going to the chat room for what. What you're gonna be licking? If, if we if we still do that bit. I don't. I still haven't heard from Panda either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to answer you. Maybe he just maybe he hasn't got my message yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's texted me fifteen times. You're his wife by <laughs> law. By law, he has to. Got an email here from uh, Jonathan. He said, "Hey, I don't mean to turn things dark, but I was wondering if anything were to happen to any of you, would the show still continue?" And what I mean by this is, do you guys have a contingency plan? You ever thought about? It? I mean, God forbid, any one of you kicks it. What happens? Do we just remove an initial, or is it all over? Think about it all the time. 
I do. Do you? But I think yeah. I'm just prone to think about death more than the average person for whatever reason. I've been that way since a kid. I, yeah. I, I always think about that stuff. Right. Who do you hope dies first? Well, I mean, guys. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I love her, but... <laughs> You would miss the shit out of me. I would be devastated if anybody was... If motherfuckers in the chat room were picked off, I would be very sad about it. Anybody that I've had a moment with... Not saying you wouldn't be, but yeah, does does the show must go on, or is it like, eh, you know what, it's never going to be what it was? I think it goes on. I, I would... Every corporate would make it go on. I, I, I think. I think because if somebody died, it wasn't a thing that was contentious from a firing. Death is different than bad blood. People are going to champion. If Kevin died, let's say Kevin, he's the host of the show. He was to die, and we try to do it without him. They would go, all right, they suck. But man, they're they lost their guy. They're in the war. They're, they're trying. They're, they, it, it garners sympathy from the public. You do get sympathy ratings you if do. one of us dies. Didn't Kid, I think Kid, all Kid Craddock passed away and they still are going? They did, yeah. In fact, they kept his name. It's the Kid Craddock show, and the dude ain't alive. I, I think if it, you keep the same essence and the same heart of it, it could work. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think the first option is everything possible to keep this thing going on. We got to reimagine it, you know, and let's just see what that show would look and sound like. And then we'll figure out initials and names and I mean, photos on the side of a van. These motherfuckers back, back seen Josh and Jeremy. It ain't going to be that hard of a fix, guys. They can just sit right here and you have to change shit. Yeah. <laughs> KVJ. Yeah. Suits is Jeremy. Jenny's is Josh. If I die, though, I think you need to get another girl. They're going to make you. That would be weird. They're yeah, going to They're going to make you. You're not going to have a choice in the matter. Well, we would we would want that. I mean, we would need to have a little bit of balance. So that would probably be the first <laughs> but option. I'm, I'm telling you, man, we it would be she is an original. It would be hard to it would change the oh, dynamic of the no show doubt. in a massive way. Yeah. If you replace Virginia with another female. She yeah. ain't gonna be good. Yeah. No, I hear you. It, <laughs> it, it, it would, would be, be tough. different. Especially yeah. if she was soccer mom-ish. Yeah. I, I think Virginia's crazy, but I'm glad she's not one of those uh, soccer moms. She's either. I'm crazy, but I'm your crazy. Yeah, she she's got soccer a, mom would really want to fight well, with you. She got a sense of raunch. I mean, that's why I think have, guys I, and girls like our I show. I don't believe in that. Like I, there's nobody that's gonna be normal and boring that's coming onto the show. I mean Good. I, I only allow you gotta have some quirks, you gotta be spicy, you gotta have something about you that you gotta be the kind of person that if you were at a party, you would stand out and somebody would be who the hell is that? What are they doing? You know, that, that's the kind of person that it would have to be. So, yeah, that we would not be adding somebody that's vanilla. My ghost will be here watching you and making sure you get somebody good. And if you get some boring ass bitch, I will haunt you extra. We would, no, we, we wouldn't it wouldn't happen that. because I would be anno- I would be I would annoy Kevin. Kevin, she's not the right one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, you don't want to deal with my annoying ass. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> tough. I mean, I think we got so lucky in the fits that we have that I couldn't imagine anybody else fitting better with what we have. But, you know, uh, yeah, we would at least give it a shot that uh, we try to figure it out and work it out however. So don't know what that would look like and hope we never have to get to that. But it'd be weird. It, it would. would. Yeah, we really would. I don't like it. Let's no. not talk about it. Let's let's put our head in the Man, sand. Man, this shit has turned real morbid. What a morbid fucking podcast. I love it. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, people got some dark shit here on a Friday, man. <laughs> Look, people are dark, man. If yeah. they were honest, people are dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, if there's one thing I know a thing or two about, it's vodka. Oh, yeah. Sweet, sweet vodka. If you like to get your drink on on the weekends like we do, you got to try Atoll Vodka. Their crisp citrus finish is so delicious. You can put it in a Bloody Mary. You can have it on the rocks. You can mix it with soda or tonic or just a squeeze of lime or lemon, you will love it. I'm telling you, it's so good. Go to mashandgrape.com and grab your Atoll Vodka today. <laughs> uh, got a couple emails about us losing our hearing. What? Yeah, huh? <laughs> uh, no, actually, this is really good stuff. Engineer Keith and Christy basically are saying the same things. Uh, Christy says, you know, hey, read my lips is one of my favorite bits, but I'm worried about hearing damage with the loud music. Okay. And may I suggest using earplugs in conjunction with over-the-ear headphones? This way the music stifles any sound coming from your partner, but your hearing won't be damaged. Yeah, I think we need to do something for next week because, you know, even Engineer Keith said, he said, look, I know if you strapped headphones on me and played really loud music, I would get a goose egg too every single time because I'm sensitive to loud sounds. And I think that's it. You're so like, ah, oh, like your ears are just feel like they're going to explode. It, cr- the it cranks so, you. Yeah. You're like, I can't even focus. Like, what the hell's going yeah. on, man? But I also don't want to hear any kind of sound either. Not even a murmur. I, I like I like it when y'all are saying shit and I can't tell what yeah, you're saying. It, it makes it more fun because you you are legitimately really trying to go on reading the lips. You can't hear a thing. So we'll, we'll look into it. I know there are things like, for instance... When you're, um, they call it ears, if you're ever out shooting, they have the foam earplugs you put in, and then you can even put the cans that go over your ears. And man, when you put that on, it's so that, you know, the sound of a gun, because if you fire a gun without your ears on, man, your ears will be ringing. So you don't ever want to do that. Yeah, you want some cans on your ears? Yeah. (laughs) So maybe we can get that. That might, that would probably do it, I would think. So... Uh, Remy said, do music without words. We already do that. It's music beds that we play, but they're just, the music's so damn loud. So, yeah, we could, we probably should do something else. We'll try yeah. to work that out for next week. Because, yeah, I, 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 have also, I feel ear- like my ears are still ringing. I have earplugs. Okay, yeah. I have no idea what you guys are saying. <laughs> I but I also wear fucking snow cat because my hair looks like who did it and ran and I just don't have time to hear the shit about it. You got more padding than a winter bear. It's so easy just to put my hair up in a bun and put this on top of it and not have to <laughs> deal with... Di- Girl, you get me. You know, you know this kind of deal. I know. Four weeks. She's got long hair. Nobody would know it, but the hair is long. And when you have long hair, it's a job. It's becoming very annoying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you You're close to that. cutting it? Uh... I don't know yet. There's you, f- you've had that since uh, the start of the pandemic, right? The, the, yeah. The problem is some of the KVJ horror movies already filmed. Oh, and, and you have long hair in it. I do, and I really don't want to. Continuity. Really, I really love what we got, and I don't want to start that over because it's already <laughs> a pain in the ass, and I'm trying to do it to where I don't fucking drive people crazy and get something done for the people. So that's where I'm, I'm torn at. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm torn. The hair, it's got you. Yeah. But you might have to keep it till October. I think I have <laughs> But why don't you do this? So plan to cut it in November, like very early in November, and have a whole big thing about it. I love it. That way you have something to look forward to. And even though you know it's making you sad now, there's an end date. 
Yeah, end dates are important for the human spirit, I find. Yeah, you know, Especially I just gotta make it till then. aggravating things need an end date. It's only because my hair looks like shit. As soon as that shit gets done, I'm gonna go, Kevin, I'm growing my shit down to my ass until 2029. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Be impressive. She's Rapunzel. Be impressive. Uh, Sammy wanted to know, hey, Kev, we all know you do not pick the music that's played during the morning show. However, I'd like to know how the music selection is Determined what algorithm or stat list is used to determine what songs to play. I understand repeatedly playing the new releases. That makes sense to me. But why are some older songs played on heavy rotation? Who decided that? Shake it like a Polaroid picture needs to be played every morning in 2023. <laughs> and what about all the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC? Is there some sort of boy band quota that must be met before the end of the show? <laughs> Please help me wrap my head around the song selection. It is the number one question I get anytime I'm hanging out. When, when people ask about the radio stuff, they go, why do you guys have to play the same shit over and over again? Mm -hmm. Even the old stuff. I, yeah. I'm talking about people that listen to our program. Yeah. I'm not an expert on it because I've never delved too much into the music programming part of it because it's not uh, really interested me. And earlier in my career, uh, when I had worked with a guy who really was into the music, I would sit and I would kind of debate with him. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. And he would show me the numbers and why he did what he did. And he's now a big wig over at, uh, iHeart and does their music and has always done well. And he would go to radio stations and they would be in the toilet and he would, in in three months, he would take them to first place. And, uh, huh. and so, yeah, you know, remember John Zellner? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Is that exclusively with music or was there also marketing? It was mainly the music. Okay. Yeah. He would, you know, because when the station I work for him with uh, in Kansas City, they were playing goofy stuff. In fact, I think what was happening, the program director before him, they found was – uh, taking payola. Oh, he was getting cash and cars oh. and stuff like that to play certain songs, and they were playing some weird, goofy shit. <laughs> and the station was doing terrible. And they brought uh, John in, and he's like, "Look, I mean, you play the hits and you play them frequently, and boom, uh, you know, number one. The station was always number one while I was there. I think too, people listen to our show differently. They listen very actively. Yeah." You don't listen to music as active as you listen to a show you really yeah, like. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You can have stuff on in the background if it's music and not really notice one way or the other. Like mm -hmm. the Backstreet Boys, maybe it wouldn't rub you as much the wrong way mm -hmm. if you were just passively listening to them. But if you're actively, intently listening to a show you love... Mm -hmm. You have that same level of interest when the, they go to music, and if it sucks to you, you're going to be passionate. Virginia's a, a billion percent right. Mm -hmm. and, and the fact that, look, y'all, you know my feeling on this. I just don't think it's a list. Playing music and doing a talk show, I just don't think it. In 2023, mm -hmm. I don't think it's got a place in the world. I don't think people listen to content that it's way. It's the old way of doing things. Virginia's telling a, a great story, and we don't have time to finish the back end, but then you got to get commercials in there, which are about nine minutes long. And if you add another song in there, mm -hmm. that's, it's, just, it's kind of not the best way to get your content in real time. Yeah, so the justification for doing that, and, you know, this is just, you know, what I'm told and what I've heard. I'm not, you know, endorsing it, but this is the theories on stuff like that. You play music that might attract a younger female, and that is typically the sweet spot of WRMF. So where Kevin might be a little, uh, KBJ might be a little bit uh, older, appealing, and maybe a little bit edgier, you play 
a Taylor Swift or something like that. And then that makes um, a 30-year-old female who loves Taylor Swift and is not so familiar with KVJ, maybe is not one of those diehards, be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm enjoying this. And then, oh, and I like KVJ too. And so, Oh, who's that Jaybird guy? He sounds cute. Yeah. Is so, he and single? Then, and then there's kind of that trade-off. So, you know, the music is, the thought is that it brings in the younger audience and uh, lures them to KVJ and helps, you know, keep the fit of KBJ on WRMF. But there was a time when we did KBJ many years ago when there was no music Mm -hmm. and we still were able to keep very good ratings. I would say we don't need the music. Honestly, I I, I don't, I don't argue that either. It's the only thing. (laughs) Some of our best ratings, by the way. Yeah. Some of our best books were ever during that time. And we worked for a man that crunched numbers at the Mm -hmm. time. And if we had even slipped a a mini point, Mm -hmm. This guy would have put music back on. Sure. The, the, yeah. the, I mean, with the, I think what the email is saying, why do you have to hear Unstoppable? That's a song from 2016. Well, so often during our show. We have two separate questions That's here. a TikTok Yeah, thing. there's two separate questions. I'll, I'll try to answer both of them quickly and efficiently. One is, why do we have music on the show? That was why, you know, I was trying to explain a second ago. I don't believe that we do need it. Uh, when we were over at Wild, the head of program there, he said, you know, why don't you guys stop playing music? And we did. Now, the one difference is, is that was 10, 15 years ago. So we were younger then. And so it was easier to appeal to a younger audience uh, then. So, uh, yeah, I think we'd be fine without music. And I prefer to be without music. Their justification, I don't know. Maybe they're right. Maybe they're not. I don't know. Um, but we don't do a lot. I mean, the nine o'clock hour today, we did one song, you know? So, Hey, if, if we've got time for it, we throw it in there if we need it, but we do, you know, two songs an hour usually tops anyway. So there's not a ton of music on KBJ. Oh, I didn't realize it was that little. Yeah. It's, it's not a ton. I mean, I think in the six, maybe we did one song, maybe two. So Um. we don't really do more than two songs an hour. Uh, anyway, on KBJ. So yeah, it's, it's not overabundant. <laughs> Miami, they started off with four an hour, then they went to six. Yeah. And, and then, then we knew. In, in <laughs> ten. <laughs> we're in ten. It's over, baby. Well, well, ten means, and... Okay, guys, and that's it. Yeah, it was over. <laughs> Found the microphone. All right, good morning. Goodbye. Yeah, that was pretty much it. So. <laughs> that's all you had time to stay on the microphone. Yeah, so this is a different situation. So yeah, and and they're cool. I mean, hey, look, we, we do look at the numbers, and, and my philosophy's always been, hey, whatever brings in the ratings, that's what we got to do. Right. And I believe in us. I believe we are the answer, but hey, if there's anything that waffles or looks weird, and if you can show me some things that the music does help and whatever, then I'm like, all right, I'm a team player. Whatever it takes to get those ratings. And I think they are kind of the same way. Or that's why they don't really nitpick about, hey, man, you only play one song in the nine. Because, look, you know, hey, if the ratings drop, then we go in there and we're like, all right, we got to think about our strategy might not have been right or there's something going on. Now, how radio stations do pick their music, it is a combination of many different things. Uh, A lot of stations or some stations used to do uh, research and research was done different ways. They'd either when people had house phones, they would call out and they do that. Now, typically what they do is they bring 100, 200 people in and they play music for them and they have them rate it. How do you like this song? Are you burnt on this song? Are you familiar with this song? And they get that. Now, the one knock on that, you ask the question about why you hear Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture, an older song for so long. You know, you may only get a research project every six months or once a year. And so if it says that that song, Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture, is a huge song, then you up the rotation on how much you play it. Meanwhile, people might get burnt on it again. And that, to me, I think is one of the dangers 
they call that a recurrent in radio. And so, yeah, you could maybe be like, hey, people only want to hear the song once. They were, they were good with it, but now you've played it 800 times. Like, oh, okay, all right. It's on the charts again. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC for the millennials, that's nostalgic. And so You're I unstoppable. think some of those have done well. Unstoppable is because of TikTok. No, I, I, get, I get that. I understand that. You play it up, you spike it in a little bit, but I... I don't know. What the fuck do I know? I know nothing. I'm just a... <laughs> Kevin always I'm just a man with a hot dog gun. Kevin always told me, Bird, look at the show like a, like like you're listening to it, not like you're on it. And I try to I try to speak for the people. I'm just saying what the people tell me. Well, the question is, who are the people? And so RMF is telling you that they want females mainly between, you know, like uh, 25, 54, but you can even go closer and it's probably 35 to 45. But so that's who they're asking. And I've seen the research, you know, and, and look, it, the numbers, I see them, they have video of them responding. So I know that it's really the audience they want responding. And then I see the numbers that come out of it. And yeah, you know, you talk to them, that's that's what they want. That's RMF music. But why do I thought KVJ we we kind of get rated on or bonused on or whatever, male and female. I thought we were not just a female thing. I thought it was persons not and I I that, and, that's that's always been my confusion. Yeah, and they do. I mean, they would it's male and female, but female takes a little bit preference. On WRMF. Because females actually make more of the buying decisions. Mm -hmm. It's an advertising thing. Yep. In most households, the women buy the things. They decide which things the family is going to purchase. And that's the reason mm -hmm. why you want to skew slightly more female? Yeah, that's the reason why they would tell you. I mean, they, like I said, the suits, they really crunch all this stuff. And I'm only aware just sitting in conversation. I mean, yesterday I was in a a luncheon and they were talking about research and music. And so I've only heard it passively. I've not studied it. To me, the only thing I care about is about doing a morning show and, right. and good. So I've not really, I just want to entertain the nice people. Yeah. I've not given my life's thought to it, but I've only heard the comments that they've had about music and why they do it. And I, when I was younger, I used to debate all the time thinking that they were wrong. And then I saw stations that, you know, started expanding their playlists and playing different stuff. In fact, they had a conversation yesterday about RMF when they, had hired a couple bad program directors that drove the station into the toilet. And one of them said, you know, RMF needs to be a jack format on the weekends, meaning you play everything. So you could hear Metallica and this and that. And <laughs> RMF almost like had no ratings when they started doing all that kind of stuff and playing that wild amount of variety. So the numbers have come back and it's shown that, you know, when they're dialed in, this is what RMF should be and what people want. And that's how they get the highest ratings. And RMF is number one across the board. And so they feel like, hey, we're really dialed in and we're playing the right stuff for what we want. So that's it. Uh, you know, that's when I stopped arguing about it. Cause so basically I, in layman's terms, we have no control over anything. <laughs> Dance monkey. Well, the layman's terms, you don't have to worry about it. Just trust in the management to do it. Cause they study this stuff and they know what they're doing and the numbers back them up. You focus on being the dance monkey. Yeah. We're going to dance. It's not even something you got to worry They're about. They're going to do the numbers. Look, I I, I got to play the bad guy over here. Kevin's our company guy. We all know that. He's got to, I'm asking questions that people are always asking me. I think it's fair to, I'm not, I'm not downing mm -hmm. on anybody. And the thing that's tough about music is it's so subjective. And somebody's just commenting saying between all of you guys, KVJ, you guys can't even agree on what, you <laughs> no. know, so imagine if we were picking the music and we'd all be like, no, we, I'd be like, 
like, we got to play Dawkins. And, you know, you'd be like, <laughs> we got to play Mariah. Jaber's like, we got to play the Weepies, you know? So <laughs> I would never do it to the people. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it to them. But that, that's, that's ultimately the challenge. I think no matter what you play musically, there are going to be people that are like, that sucks. This well, song's terrible. And I've always believed if, if you are a person on the microphone and you do ask these questions, and I'm just asking questions. I'm not trying to be difficult. I think you should be allowed to ask questions and, and talk about it without it being a thing. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it, it's not like I'm like, oh, it's terrible, terrible. I mean, I've got legit questions about it sometimes. It confuses me. Yeah. And so hopefully those are the answers that, you know, people are looking for as to what's up with the music and why is it picked and how is it picked. So that's that's their rationale on it and how they explain it to me on what they decide to do. And like I said, just personally, I've I've seen it done other songs i'm like my gosh if i hear this song one more time it's driving me crazy and then i see the music research and people love the freaking song and they're not burnt out i'm like how are you not burnt out on this song (laughs) but it drives ratings like i said john zellner did it and station was always number one rmf does it station's always number one so whatever what do i know (laughs) what do i know (laughs) i'm just the next todd (laughs) oh I wonder what ever happened to Todd. Do you ever uh, think about him? I don't, because I didn't know him. I, I just the last some, only time I really had a moment with Todd was he wanted to fight me when I won the contest. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to fight me when I took his job. And I'm such a pacifist. <laughs> I was trying to be all nice. It took me like three minutes to realize he wanted to fight me. <laughs> like, hey, I have Todd, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I think he doesn't like me. Oh, fuck, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> H.J. Bird, oh, I love butt chicken and seafood. I was raised on this delicious food. My whole family loves it. And right now, oh, for you coconut shrimp lovers, they got great deals. Five coconut shrimp, and they are big. One side and two fritters, and they got great corn fritters. I highly recommend you taking them corn fritters and dipping it in the bird sauce. But there's so many great sauces that buds from their honey mustard to their barbecue to their buds sauce. Hit up their website, budschicken.com. They do delivery and pickup, budschicken.com. Uh, Haley's got a comment. Virginia's talking about how Magnolia is getting a nose job earlier today. And Haley said, I wanted to share my experience with Virginia regarding a nose job. I got uh, rhinoplasty when I was 17. I had a bump similar to what you're describing with Magnolia, and I'm so glad I did it. I did it for me and me only, and it has changed my confidence dramatically. I'm glad I got it done when I was younger, too, because I had just started college, and it really helped me in that area. I don't really think about it anymore. It's just a part of who I am now, similar to how braces straighten people's teeth and they never look back to the days when they had crooked teeth. I hope this helps give some perspective. It does. And that's exactly right there why we're doing it. It's mm-hmm. about her. Yes. She wants that confidence. There you go. So, yes, there are a couple of people that uh, emailed in their support of endorsement. I know a lot of people think I'm crazy, too, and and I agree with you in a lot of things I am crazy, but on this one, I'm just going to go with my heart. You know, what it, you know what it is? It's one of those things where a majority of people, not everyone's in the cosmetic world. Um, I would say majority of people aren't, especially when it comes to about their kids and all that. I think it just it's one of those things you hear. It's abrasive for people in the beginning because, you know, you're not trying to – most people are going to say – my kid needs to go get a nose job. And that's the thing. Well, like most people don't. I was talking to Dr. Rosenthal, who's doing it, and he was telling me that sometimes parents will come in with their kid, 
And the parent will be saying to him, you know, my kid needs this, this, this. And he said, as a doctor, it's his job. He looks at the kid and goes, okay, what do you need? And the kid doesn't want the surgery. The kid doesn't even think they need it. It's the parent that wants them to get it. And he said he won't do it. He refuses to do any kind of procedure if it's not the person who's doing its idea. And this is Ben Magnolia's idea for like two plus years. She's been hammering me. The other thing is a lot of people, including myself, they just don't think Mag. She, she didn't need it. That's why. That, that's going to fire people up. Look, if we talk about it in the microphone, you're, you're going to get a reaction. And I'll show you. You know, I'm happy to put up all the before and afters. They already did a computer-generated before and after of what it's going to look like. Okay. And it does look – it looks – it's a big difference. Okay. It just changes her whole side profile, and that's what she hates. Mm-hmm. She doesn't let y'all see her side profile ever. Yeah. She won't let mm-hmm. me photograph her from the side. So if you see her on Instagram, you will never see well, yeah. wh- what's bothering her. And, you know, hey, look, I mean, if you got something like that, I mean, look, I, I tell you, I talk about it all the time with my hair club stuff. I'm so glad I got the uh, hair now. And it, it really made a big difference in confidence. And, you know, I was always checking my hair and it was just something I hated. Every time you saw it, it was just negative. So if this is something that, you know, gives her that, then I, I got no knock on it, you know? Good for her. So, Why not? Yeah. If it's available and we can work it out and financially we're figuring it out. Mm. Bottom line is this. You and your daughter have a great relationship. You guys love each other. And, you know, you guys got to do you. <laughs> That's just how life is. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of shit I do in my personal life. A lot of people don't agree with. It's the way it is, man. And if plastic surgery is not for you, I get it. And you shouldn't do it. But if it is, and if there is something bothering you, I want you to feel like it's okay to do plastic surgery. And you don't have to keep plastic surgery a secret. You can talk about it and mm-hmm. empower other people that feel bad about something physical. Because if we keep it a secret, that's where I think it's like, oh, it's something shameful that you shouldn't do. No. If you want to do it to make yourself feel better and live better and you can afford to do it, do it. I will say, though, I think people, humans are insecure anyway, especially young teenagers. Man, you throw social media into the game. Social media is making people fucking just mad. Just, just not mad as in crazy. They're, they're, they're making people crazy and obsessed, and all new kind of weird psychological things are going to come out of social media. And it's it's already happening. And I know I sound old as fuck, but I'm also witnessing people. Oh, people that are older than me, they're turning weird because of social media because they're hearing all this shit about themselves. I don't know. Don't read the comments if you can't handle the comments. A lot of people, most people can't. The comments can be brutal, man. Yeah. No, it, 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 is, a, it is a tough time to, uh, to be alive and be that age. And also, too, stay off social media, but I know that's easier said than done, for, especially for the youth. Okay, Papa, don't smoke pot. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Stay off social media, kids. It's bad for you. Yep. I uh, got a quick question here for somebody's weekend plans. Uh, it says here, hey, Kev, please help Janelle and Jupiter. The fam is going to Aventura Mall in uh, Miami for the first time. Actually, it's in Aventura this Saturday. We live in uh, Jupiter, and while we do venture out here and there, we stay in our bubble a lot. I've not been to East Miami in 15 or so years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that typically, that's the weirdest thing, man. When you talk to people, especially in Miami, you're like, they had, they're like, what's Palm Beach like? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, there's like people in Miami had never been to Palm Beach. You're like, wow. 
Uh, we started watching Stranger Things for the new year and just finished the fourth season. There is a Stranger Things store in the Aventura Mall for a limited time that requires tickets. Yes, I saw that when I was there. It looks so cool. Yeah. It's an experience. So you walk through it, and I guess you feel like you're on the show. Yeah, she said, no, I'm like you. I use my maps, and I zoom in stuff to uh, try to make a plan. And since I've heard you talk so much about the bad traffic and the roads down there, and the something new diamond, I can't remember the name. I was apprehensive <laughs> about driving down to the mall and back to Jupiter in the same day. So I booked us a room at the JW Marriott across the street. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, right? I've looked at the GPS and I know the main routes I can take, but I don't know what the areas and roadways are like nearby. Should we go down US-1, then drive to the hotel? I'm looking for any kind of tricks or good roads. Thanks in advance. Have a fantastic weekend. Yeah, you know, usually if you just use your phone, it'll give you the fastest route that is going on. And if there's anything different that you should take, then it'll kind of, you know, steer you in that direction. Yeah, Waze. I love Waze because it warns you, like, if there's a speed trap up ahead. It does? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It tells you where the cops are and and verbally warns you if there is a hazard on the road or a cop. Or it also shows you where the traffic slows down and it turns different colors. And it'll encourage you to take a different route. It says it out loud? Yeah. Can I make them British? Oh, yeah, I have. Mine is Cajun. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> mine is from Louisiana. And he goes, oh, brah, the popo's up there, brah. <laughs> That's, I love that. Yeah. It's awesome. You can make the voice anything you want on Waze. Panda has Rocco. Rocco did all the turn-by-turn directions for him. And so when Panda uses Waze, it's Rocco telling him, make a left, da-da. That's pretty damn adorable. Mm-hmm. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, I don't think there's really necessarily any good roads to take in to get to the Aventura Mall. That's one of the big knocks on it, but... Uh, typically, you would go Ives Dairy Road uh, east on that, but that gets really congested. It but does. I, I don't know that, you know, going an exit sooner and then trying to go down US-1 makes it any different. Now, the best and most convenient way, they have opened up the Aventura Station for Brightline. And, you know, that would be the one thing. If you were going down to do a day trip to the Aventura Mall, I would suggest hopping on the Brightline and doing it that way down and back. But and it's fun. Yeah. The Bright Line is such a fun adventure. And then you don't have to deal with the traffic and the drama of Ives Dairy Road, which is a literal nightmare when mm-hmm. you go east. Yeah. The Bright Line is fun. You can have a cocktail. When we were in the Bright Line, no, I wasn't with you. That's right. I went in the Bright Line. There was nobody on there. And, and this is the beginning. They gave us so many drinks. I, you I went for the bachelor party. You went for the kickoff. They don't give you as many drinks as they used to give you in the beginning. I think like I was hanging out with people that was working <laughs> there. We were driving to Miami. Mm. I, yeah, it was, it was great fun. It really is an experience. And if you haven't done it, try to do it. It's going to be so yeah. fun. 
the one thing I would tell you about is if you uh, are ever traveling in Miami traffic, be very aware of the days and times because it makes a world of difference. Anything that is uh, after 2.30 p.m. on a weekday, if you're anywhere near that traffic, you expect to sit in it. You are adding an hour to wherever you're going if you're doing the Miami traffic thing. Weekends are the best time. But if you can go early, I remember, you know, I would sometimes stay in Coconut Grove on a Friday night if we had an event. And I would, you know, zip up to Palm Beach on Saturday. You get on 95 uh, going through my, I mean, there's no traffic. You know, so Saturday morning, I early. always, yeah, early Saturday morning, I would always, it would just, you'd be like, oh my gosh, man, look at this. If I could only wave a magic wand and have this kind of traffic every day, <laughs> it would be absolutely amazing. So hopefully uh, that helps. But yeah, Aventura is one of the trickier places to get into. Aventura Mall in South Florida. But that mall is worth it. Whatever it is, yeah. you have to it's deal great. with in the traffic, I know you're looking for the Stranger Things little store. Mm-hmm. There is so much cool restaurants, stores. Find the nicest mall in South Florida. It's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and a uh, quick little thing here, Joe from Palmetto. That is uh, up in the uh, West Coast, north of us. He said, in the spirit of calming people's nerves about the diverging diamond, I wanted to share my thought. I live on the West Coast of Florida, north of Sarasota. And one of the most backed up intersections off I-75 in Florida was the University Town Center exit. It wasn't uncommon to spend five to ten minutes trying to exit. A couple of years ago, they completed a new diverging diamond design off the exit. At first, it was sort of disorienting. However, after a short time, it has made a dramatic difference to the exit. People here love how much easier and faster it has made traveling this area. Now several more exits are being redone with the diverging diamonds as well. Keep diverging, and before you know it, you may just come to love it. So huh. Joe is selling it. Because he works for them. Maybe. He might be with the Department of Transportation <laughs> trying to justify Quick. why they bought into this sucker deal. Send them an email. Maybe they'll read it. we got to turn the tide here. That oh. We're dying. We're dying. Or Anchorman. We'll, we'll read anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're holding out for to see. Will it be an improvement uh, we're just getting our first taste. We only have a few in Miami, and then we got the one now in Southern Palm Beach County in Boca. So it is coming everywhere, though, in South Florida. That is pretty much going to be every intersection from what I'm hearing, uh, for the most part, is Diverging Diamond. Wow. Let's hope it is a good choice. All right, y'all. It is the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Y'all go have a good time. We'll see you back here on Monday. Goodbye. <laughs>